Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll It's time to neighbors CJ, Kate Let's get the Neighbours. Hello, this is Neighbours, the Neighbours recap podcast. And today you're with Vaya and CJ. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back to you as well. You've oh. already had a week. Yeah, and I'm loving this new fortnightly schedule. Very it's relaxed. really relaxed. And la- also the week before last was really dull. So I'm glad we didn't have to talk about that week. Yeah, actually, I'm glad we didn't have to talk about it either. I don't even remember what happened. Well, I'll give you three highlights in just a second. Just for some context, if you're new to the podcast, CJ and I are basically mates. I went to school with her husband, mm-hmm. not while he was her husband. No. But, um, <laughs> and we just talk about neighbours at parties and now we do it in front of a microphone. So we thought other people would want to listen, yeah. eh? Because, <laughs> well, no one listened to us at the parties. So. No. Everyone was kind of like, why are you watching neighbours? Yeah. Yeah. But you, who are listening, understand why we're watching Neighbours. So a couple of uh, things that stood out to me from the week of January 11. Firstly, Daniel's new haircut. Mm. As the quote was from Paul Robinson, have you been attacked by a lawnmower? I, I like it though. I, it is just a change for the better. Yeah. He looks a lot rougher. Yes. Like he finally doesn't look like he wants to like sell me like some flowers on the street <laughs> that he picked from a garden. Yes. And, yeah, I like it. Yeah, he's corporate and it's working for him. And secondly, um, Toadie can't have any more babies. No. And there's been some debate online because people have been struggling to figure out why, like what the hospital actually did. Yeah. Did they – some? okay, there's a few camps. Kate from this podcast, her theory is they've cut his nuts off. Yep. Uh, Some other people think he's impotent because Mm -hmm. he said to Carl he had some problems downstairs. Downstairs, he did. And that's I don't I don't know they they weren't they weren't say he just can't have any more kids. See, yeah, uh, I I thought it was the impotent thing as well yeah. because he had that really uncomfortable conversation <laughs> with Carl. Yeah, but it didn't go anywhere after that. No, Carl's like, well, just deal with it, mate. Yeah, and then I thought, you know, can't the issue be that they can't be intimate? Yeah, rather than not have kids. Because yes, because um, someone online said. That maybe he won't be able to get it up for Sonia, but he'll get he'll get it up for Steph, yeah, which maybe. would have been an amazing plot point. That would have been great. But now we just have to think mm. about that in our minds. Mm. And uh, and thirdly, from last week, we had um, the gazebo business was in full swing, except for the fact that the prototype got ruined. Mm. So Paul had to construct one out of like matchsticks or like a balsa wood from a kid's toy set from yeah. Jimmy's toy set. Yep. And it looked like a Year 7 art project. Even mm. yeah, well, It looked like Jimmy had made it. Hmm. But that's what they're founding their entire business plan on. And he, like I loved that Paul was selling gazebos. Like I really enjoyed that. <laughs> I yeah. hated it, but now I've grown to love it. Much like To Rage. Mm. It's the gazebos, I hated them at first and now I'm really happy they're in my life. Yeah, and I just, I don't know how long this business could last, yeah. like how many gazebos need to be in Ramsey Street. Particularly, as we'll get to it, when they're giving them away for free. Yeah. In oh. exchange for goods and services. Yep. But I don't know. I don't know about Jimmy and his mum anyway, really. I did know about them. I was happy they were there. But now that they're all happy families with the Cannings, mm. I'm a bit bored by them. Mm. There's not I just, as much spark. Like I took a bit of a neighbour's break and tried to binge it and it didn't really work out. Yeah. But... 
also like I just feel like are they really in love? I, I just can't cope with it. I'm waiting. It's a shame George is actually gone because mm. it would be great if she came back with some divorce like legalities that she was holding up because he was with Amy. If she came back and said, "Well, I want to, I want half of Dyla Kyle or something," yeah. But I don't think that's going to happen because unless she does it all in writing from Birragara. Well, maybe is the actress around? Where, where, where well, is she? Well, I think she just went away. Yeah. Okay. She's gone to do other stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm just because I thought they left it pretty open that she was going to come back in that twelve. Well, months. that's right. She said yeah. I'll be back in a year, but Callum said he'd be back in a year, and he's in America forever. Yeah. He's now Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> so that's not going to happen. He didn't even come back when his father lost his. Use of his legs. No. No. <laughs> he's Not got, even he's for Christmas. Skyped in. Oh, no one comes back for Christmas. No. Mason and Bailey Turner, this is their first Christmas without their dad. Yeah. Did, did mum come want to have an extra hug from her sons? No. Nah. Nah. Nah, she worry doesn't about it. need it. They've got grandma and all her money now, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they're living yeah. the dream. <laughs> yeah. Just on Gazebo's actually true story, I woke up, CJ, this morning at like 5 a.m. Mm. And suddenly had a panic that I didn't know what a gazebo actually looked like. Oh, really? And I had to Google image gazebos. Yep. <laughs> I, was, I suddenly went, I don't know what a gazebo is, even though I do. But I had this moment of, because they haven't shown us. I think Kate calls it the gazebo of death, the one in the... The murder rotunda. The rotunda, the, or the, that's right. Or the murder pavilion. And are they different? They're very similar. Okay, all right. So there was no but thought I, in the storyline room about the fact that Poor old Paul's niece had died in a no. gazebo. To him, he went, you know, we just need more of these around. Yeah, yeah. So, Not, the, so the bad guys are confused. Whereas typically Paul's reaction is to destroy all mm. traces. Like he should have gone around smashing all the city's gazebos. I wonder if he's going to make a bulletproof one. That would be pretty good. Perfect. Yeah. So Monday the 18th of January, we'll get stuck in and look, it's – I love. I actually really loved last week. There were lots of events. Mm. It was an event-packed week. The first one was a fizzer. It was on Monday and it was a singles night at the mm. Waterhole, which we'll get to in a second. But we kick off the week with Tomato, who uh, I've suddenly decided we need to start calling Tomato mm-hmm. thanks to this Facebook group called The Art of Neighbours. Yeah, which is really fun. Thanks I've, for inviting oh, me. I've recently discovered it and it is it is a joy. It's the same kind of sass that we do, except they add drawings and pictures. Yeah, and it's like on the minute. Yes. Like the show's just been on. As so, it yeah, yeah. So, Art of Neighbours. Tomato, he's on the floor of the garage, knocked out. And we don't know what's happened, but Aaron down the mines comes to get him, takes him and get, brings Carl to check him out. Mm. And he says, we can't take him to the hospital because Nate's done this. Mm. Nate's beaten him up because Nate had a reaction yeah, yeah, because he heard that um, Tomato was a wife batter, beat up, beat up. <laughs> yeah, and that took him back to Afghanistan, um, which I guess is more plausible to trigger his PTSD than an aluminium can on the side of the road, which is what did it last time. That's that's very true. It's a, it's a lot more in sync, but um, also like why like Nate is like Captain Planet for violence against women, <laughs> you know, which is really great, but also like. I think something happened, wasn't there, that someone got hit, maybe a friend of his in the army, a woman? You, yeah, usually. Yeah. I, I skip I skip a lot of that stuff because it's too, yeah, it's too heavy. It feels like homework yeah. at 6.30 on, yeah. <laughs> on a weeknight. Yeah. 
You just want like somebody's dog I to... I want yeah. Tyler hitting on every member of the Willis family. Yeah. Is Tyler your favourite? No. Channel 10 are doing a lot of um, emphasis on which is your favourite Brennan. Yes, yes. Um, and they're giving away... Uh, Channel 11, I think you'll find. Oh, yeah, sorry. The, the secondary of the two channels is giving away a competition to have dinner with all three Brennans. Right. Uh, international listeners, I'm really sorry you can't enter that because what oh, a treat. Oh, what enter a treat. on our behalf. Please do so and put our names on the entry form. Oh, locals who can enter. Yeah, yeah. anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Tyler is my favourite. Aaron's my fave. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, he's the nicest. He's sweet and mm-hmm. he's sassy and he's just not an idiot. Yeah, and also Mark I've decided I, I couldn't go out with. No. So, like, if I was sitting at my boyfriend's house and he was like, let's clean this place up. And did you know there's a coaster ring and like all that kind of stuff? I would just be like, what is wrong with you? And be, taught- a, be a good person. And that, that episode where he went, they went out to dinner, Paige Mark went out to dinner with Tonya, Tonya and Sodi, Sonia and Tony, <laughs> and they just spent the whole night talking about mortgages and superannuation. Oh, man. That, that's <laughs> thrilling combo. Paige is like, peace out. And she just See ran next guys. door to hang out with the younger brother. Which leads us into Piper mm. hanging out with Tyler. Now, we need to set this up. Piper is 16, just come back from a two-and-a-half-year exchange program in Canada. Mm-hmm. Tyler is at an undisclosed age. Yes, but I believe sometime this week we found out in the, the two, the 20s. In so there's a the two 20s. in front of it. Because yeah. for a while we were guessing maybe 19, yeah. 20, in the 20s. A few people online have said maybe 23 because that's how old the actor is, they think. Mm-hmm. So... He's essentially seven years moss-ish older than Piper. Yep. Which leads me to think my working theory is that she had an illicit rendezvous with one of her the members of her host family in Canada who Maybe. was older. And now she's brought that back with her and Yeah, she thinks she's an experienced lady. Yeah. Yeah. But poor old Matt, like if a daughter of yours is available in the world, she's gonna like Tyler yeah. and, and probably hook up with him. Brad, Brad, Matt, sorry. rest in peace. Oh, but sorry. yeah, Drab. I don't know what. Well, he. I guess uh, there's something in the Willis gene pool. I think he must be like him. Oh, you know, Freudian. Yes. Like you know, like he's got. The, I think he had the long hair when he yeah, was younger. Definitely. And he probably would have had a man bun if that was the thing. Then. And he's a man child. Yep, definitely a man child. Peter Pan syndrome. Mm-hmm. And the Willis girls are all about that. Terrage is all about that. Yeah, I think. Well, she's probably next on the Tyler train. Ah. <laughs> oh! Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be that would be great if she wasn't going to hook up with Paul soon. But yeah, yes, I can't wait for that. I'm really pumped for that. So this, so uh, what's her name? Steph, who's helping out at the waterhole, swans on into uh, Harold's store and says, "I need some help. I'm organising a singles event for the waterhole, mm-hmm. and no one. I don't think anyone's coming. And I'm handing out flyers. Yeah, it's like, hun, I know you've been in prison for a while. Yeah, but." Make a Facebook event. People, yeah. yeah. It's all about Facebook events <laughs> these days. But she's been away. She doesn't know. No, she doesn't know. She's probably not even allowed to have Facebook. True. Yeah. yeah. It's, they're probably monitoring it because she's probably tried to connect with her um, wayward kids. Yeah. Or anyone really. Yeah. Or, you know, some nurse from a hospital or anything. Yeah. Oh. So everyone feels sorry for her. So then they say, so Lauren, she's like, Lauren, you're single. Come on over to the singles night. How uncomfortable. Yeah, Lauren's like, I guess I'm a widow. Yeah. (laughs) And maybe still seeing my ex, but okay. Then Tarage he's about it. She's like, well, I better go fly the flag. It's my Hmm. business. It's part of the hotel chain. Imogen, what are you doing, love? 
come with mum to the singles night. You're single. You're no longer going out with hippie bippy. And, um, yeah, but there was a really funny moment in that scene when um, she Imogen's like, if I'm single, you're single, we have to go kind of thing. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't think that it's at the same level. No. When you've not been with your boyfriend who you were with for six months. Yeah. For, for two weeks, weeks, yeah. Compared to a couple of months from your husband leaving you for the neighbour across the street who he has a love child with. And I was I was single. My mum and I were single probably at the same ages that Imogen and Tarage are mm-hmm. briefly. The last thing I would ever have wanted is to go to a pub with my mum yeah. and try and hook us both up. At a singles night. Yes. Yeah, no. Particularly the multi-generational singles nights that we know the waterhole is um, prone to holding. Yep. Uh, last time, wasn't it Imogen trying to hit on Mark Brennan when she was like 16? I think so, yeah. yeah. So it's the, the apple doesn't fall far. Oh, my gosh, not at all. And But the thing is, is it was really no different to any other night at the Waterhole. No, it's just a couple of extra people. A few more extras they booked that day. Yeah, yeah, which good for them. They got some work. Yeah. But also it was no different. Not at all. No. In fact, the entire singles night comprised of all of the Willis family, except for Paige. Anyone who was in a relationship was at home, so the Kennedys were at home, even yep. though it would have been probably right up there. And I wonder what they were doing. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, yeah. <laughs> an, an image we'll never get out of our minds later in the week. And so Lauren comes in and sees Tarage and Brad hanging out on the couch, and she her reaction is to go and sit with them. Mm. Go and talk to one of those other blokes in the background. Oh, it was terrible because, like, if you've got a love triangle between three middle-aged people who have got their children also at the single event, why all sit together? It's a pretty roomy bar. Yeah. You've had wedding receptions there. Yeah, and there was those there's those couches over in the corner near those windows. Yes. They could go and sit there. Where the, that lattice work is out the yeah. back as well. And they could play darts, I think. I think that's still oh, up. Of course. Yeah. yeah, there's lots of options. Darts is always up, particularly when someone's in a bad mood. Mm. Mm. Or they could go to the storeroom. Remember when um, Paul and um, Sheila got started? Never forget. Yeah. Wrapped <laughs> <laughs> in glad wrap. Uh, so, uh, and there's... Uh, Josh and Imogen spend a lot of that singles night together, yeah. which is they're supposed to have been an innuendo because the two of them go out in real life. Oh, do they? Yeah, I didn't know they're that. Long term lovers. Those. I two. was. I almost lost my like adult calm when I saw him in public once. Because <laughs> you know he's Steph's son in in the show. I knew that, yeah. but I didn't know he was hooking up with his twin sister. Yeah. Wow. Twinsess. <laughs> so. It's a dud. Tyler's there and he bails and goes back to see, goes goes home and Piper spies on him and sees that he's gone home. And she asks him why he left the singles night. And he said, because everyone there was really boring. No one was into Pokemon. Oh, and she's like, oh, imagine that. So ridiculous. Why? I didn't know people, I didn't know being into Pokemon was a thing no. that you carry into your adulthood. No, and it's also like it's kind of creepy yes. that Tyler's looking for someone who's into Pokemon <gasps> because he should be looking for somebody who's into like, you know, random drug lords in the area. He's into that. Or even just cars. Yep, motorbikes. What, hairstyles. Yep, like um, those tank tops he wears that have no sides. <laughs> Anything, really. Actually, he should just Anything. be looking for someone who's not in school. But it wasn't even like a show like, say, Adventure Time, which is kind of targeted at teens and young adults. Like, it was Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, man. So there was... He's grooming her. Exactly. (laughs) And I know that there's a bit of contention online because people want them... Some people want them together. But 
to me, it's icky. And I know that every like in, as a teenager, you're like dreaming about older guys or older girls, whatever. It's weird. It's weird. So they're on summer holidays, right? Yes. Yeah. So that's why she's not going to school. It's not a yes. thing. Uh, it's summer holidays. I don't. Also, the school kind of half burned down. Yeah, that's but, true. They don't really have one, yeah, do they? But yeah. also, I don't know why no one's at work. Okay. Okay. The only yeah. people at work are the people that are behind the bar. Yeah, and Tyler goes to work at the garage because suddenly Piper works there. I was there as his assistant, as the uh, admin assistant. Okay, all right, because that's that's something they needed they before, need. so they need no, it now. I guess uh, Lucas must have cracked the whip on red tape. Yeah, and and just for people that may not know, why does Steph work at the bar? Let me dial it back a second. So, oh, because uh, she needed a job because she was in the mental hospital and no one would hire her because she was from prison. Yep. And... So Paul offered her a job as a glassy at the waterhole so that he could get in her head. Oh, okay, of course. To gaslight her and it was all about think that. she was going mental. But turns out she's a good glassy because she used to work, she used to own the bar. Mm. And so she just stayed working there. Okay. Right. <laughs> and now, yeah. and then later in the week, Nate leaves and so she steps up. Yeah. So, and is suddenly an events manager. Yeah. For the singles night. Also, it's Valentine's Day in like less than a month. Just hold off and have your singles night. In early Feb. Yeah, that would be better. Although then we would miss out on Carl and Susan having their date. So, I mean, who knows? (laughs) You know, you can mix all of that together. Yeah, yeah. They have a love night maybe. Now, oh, back at the pub, Steph and Lauren are now besties, which I love. Mm. Because Steph's like, I'm sorry I dragged you here. Your ex is there and his his ex-wife's there and their Mm. children. And this is lame. Um, Why don't you go hook up with that guy? And they just had this intimate chat and I'm like, just bash Steph. You know, leave, that would be great, leave, wouldn't it? Leave a little. Yeah. Remember when Lauren, back before yeah. M- Matt died and she was like freeing the nipple and yeah. like getting involved with like the feminist group and, and stuff? And at the bachelorette party she kissed. She did. Who did she kiss? Georgia? Yeah, I Possibly. think it might have been Georgia. Yeah, she's up for it. Maybe that's why Georgia's gone. She's <laughs> like, I can't, I can't oh, deal with this. I can't. No, but maybe she's like, this is actually what I want. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be exciting. That should come back to Ramsey Street. For sure. Now, we end Monday with a little bit of a pash on the couch between Tyler and Piper. They're playing a board mm. game. So he, he's he's found someone who will play board games with him. Yeah. And she's a teenager and she goes the pash and that's where we leave Monday. Yeah. So into Tuesday we have the aftermath of this little chase to make out sesh mm-hmm. on the couch. Tyler seems into it but then Drab all of a sudden – Comes home because he lives with the Brennans he does. at the moment. Yeah, because he's a wayward boy. Yeah. So he, where else is he going to live? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Mark Brennan's home for, for wayward boys. Oh, man. <laughs> he's going to have to move out when him and Paige. Oh, no, he just he he, bought, he bought it. So I don't know. He's just going to have to keep oh, housing yeah. people. So when they get married, is she going to live with a house full of blokes? I think so. And one of them's her dad. <laughs> so. Oh, a nice honeymoon. Yeah. So maybe they'll go to Anson's Corner for their honeymoon like Georgia and Co- They did get the good iced coffee. <laughs> Just hole up there for a while. So Drab suspects – so Tyler shoes Piper out of the house. Mm-hmm. Drab suspects that he's had a girl there. Yeah, because of the two glasses on the table. And, the, and there's a board game half finished. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit obvious. <laughs> Tyler's not that heady that he can play with himself in a board game, is he? Yeah, no. Not in, not in the way that a board game is intended no, to be played. No. So Drab – Starts grilling him. Like, we're pals, we're dudes hanging out. Tell me who, who you're into, who's yeah. here. And Tyler's like, la, 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 not listening. You're the girl I just made out with, Dad. Yeah. She's um, 
in her teens. Yeah, we think 16, right? She's 16, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, which means she's been in Canada since she was 14. Yeah, living I mean, with strangers. Clearly, she's advanced. She's probably more mentally advanced than him. Yeah, which she said. She's pointed out. She's like, he acts my age. Yeah, yeah. He's, you know, he's not. He's he's, he's very pretty, mm. but he's he's not. He's not a road scholar. Not at all. No, and that's okay. As long as he's got a good heart, which mm. he does. Uh, he just doesn't. He's not good at using the brain to no. think about what's a smart, smart decision. Particularly since he's been madly in love with Paige, Piper's half sister. Mm. Who goes out with his brother is engaged to his brother. Yeah, and same age difference between those two. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's in the Brennan blood. Yeah, well, actually, a lot more. Yeah, like yeah, ten years. Yeah. So, and and this brings us to what um, Piper finds out when she goes back over the road is that Tyler had a little tryst with Imogen, sort mm. of. They went out briefly, and well, what really happened is they went out on a date. Tyler was pursuing Imogen; it was really cute, and then they played strip poker, and then they someone walked in on them, yeah, and then that ended that. And I think they were going to have sex. Yes, they I were. was pumped for that, and it made me wonder: were Imogen and Daniel intimate that way? They were because they were, well, I think I think maybe they only did it once. Okay. It's hard to say because she. They had this episode where she's like, I've saved myself for you after he sang her the Anne of Green Gables song oh, in the courtyard, yeah. which was the worst. I know, but also, like, it, yeah, it touches the heart of a lot of young Anne girls. Anne of Green Gables fans. <laughs> yeah. And she's, that night, she's like, I'm coming back to the penthouse and oh, yeah. I've saved myself for you. And then she woke up in a dressing gown and Paul walked in on them. And, and Paul's there. like, oh, and Paul's yeah. smarmy about it all. Yeah. Yep. yep. And... But then I've never seen them be intimate ever again. No. Like, I can't picture it. Like there was no like, remember when um, Billy and Anne lost their virginity? Sure do. Yeah. And it was a big moment. <laughs> like we, that we think it was built up over a couple of weeks. And I remember when Delta, Nina, lost yeah. her virginity to Jack and they booked a hotel and there were rose petals and that was a whole hoopla. Yeah, there was none of that. Nah. nah. It was just wake up in the hotel dressing gown the next day. And and normally there's a pregnancy scare straight after. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. none Do of that. Do you remember the episode, this was in, in Neighbours Canon, one of the greats, when there was a possibility that one in three of the girls, three of the oh, girls all right. thought they were pregnant. It was Caitlin, Stacey and Bridget and Margot Robbie, I think, and they all had to take pregnancy tests on the yep. same day. Yeah. Great episode. Anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm. Piper's icked out because now she's the pennies dropped that Tyler's like hit putting the moves on all of the Willis sisters, mm-hmm. and she goes round to the garage with a coffee to so they can analyze it the next day, like talk about it. Yeah, she wants to talk about it. She wants to be adult. Yeah, which is I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever talked to any of anyone I've ever pashed. No, you don't the, follow up the next day with a long convo. Never followed up. <laughs> wow. I mean, I've always wanted to, but yeah. no but, way. But we can't, you know, she's she's quite adult. She's lived out of home since sure. she was 14. Yeah, she went yeah. out with an ice hockey, probably a professional ice hockey player. He was probably 25. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she's taking him a coffee and he says, look, I can't, we, this can't be a thing. Your dad's probably going to kill me. I'm worried about that. And also you're a schoolgirl. Yeah. And your mum's going to kill me too. Yeah, which no one seems to be worried about. I'd be more afraid of to rage. hundred percent because didn't she took him aside earlier on and said, I don't want you to upset my daughter. Yeah. And, you know, he's only afraid of Brad. And let's be honest, like Brad's not that, like, you know, no. like, he's not that built. He goes for runs. Yeah. That's about it. And like waxes his surfboard. Yeah. Like, I thought that- you were going to say something else. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> he, so yeah, to rage is the one, I mean, she's to rage. Yeah. When she gets the rage, 
Yeah. No one's safe. Yeah. I don't I don't know. But anyway, they don't seem to care about her. It's all about the patriarchy. Of course. Yeah. Now, Daniel and Imogen, I can't muster any enthusiasm for the two of them. No. They have a cup of tea. They're broken up because he went all corporate and untrustworthy. And and I don't know what his job is at Lasseter's. From what I can gather, he dresses like he works for Jetstar. Yep, he does. He looks like a flight attendant. I think, well, he may, is he a concierge? I, I can't imagine it's, look, no offence to concierges everywhere, but I can't imagine, like he's acting like he's stepped up to be the corporate lawyer. Yes. Like he's he's talking like he's made a really big career. And he's signing off on contract deals yeah, with the yeah, hotel. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand what and why he can't have a girlfriend while he works at the hotel. <laughs> I don't get it, but anyway. It, it's confusing. And anyway, he's come over for a cup of tea and they have a nice chat. And But then um, meanwhile what's happened is last week it was – the week before it was Paul's birthday mm-hmm. and Daniel had sent uh, Paul – an e-card for his birthday just to kind of throw back to maybe 2001. Yeah, I was about to say I haven't heard an e-card for a while, yeah. Wasn't it like Blue Mountain Arts or something? Yeah, it really was. (laughs) Some website. (laughs) The animated ones were really good. Yeah, and it was just like it's disappeared now. It's not not an industry. Not at all. Yeah, so no wonder he didn't read it. Because on on people's birthdays these days, you, you get a cute clip art, a meme or something. Yeah. From Google Images and you put it on someone's wall. Yeah, GIF. GIF. Yeah. GIF. Yeah, that's I fine. Lo- I would have loved a little birthday gift. Yeah. <laughs> so he wants to open up Paul's laptop to see if he's seen the card. Yeah. Sad. How would he know if he's seen it? Just if the re- email's unread. Unread. You should have put a sent request uh, and read yes. request on that one. Yeah. A, any good e-card company, maybe they've all shut down, would have, do you want a notification when your card has been viewed? Yeah, I think that probably was an option back then too. Yeah. Yeah. It was. But... Anyway, Blue Mountain Arts. Yeah, get back on it. Definitely offered that. Yeah. And actually, I've got a snapshot of the e card, mm-hmm. which I'll put up on the Neighbours Facebook page. Yeah, I didn't get to read it, but it was long. It's really long. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so you knew it was heartfelt because mm-hmm. there was a lot of text. And it, he had a lovely Daniel signed yeah, at the he, end. With some cursive, yeah. which I guess he must have picked as an option. Yeah, he's changed fonts. <laughs> so his heart's really in it. <laughs> Italics. And. Imogen catches Daniel with the laptop and immediately jumps to the conclusion that he's snooping on his dad's business affairs. Yeah, because that's what he's like. And that's where we leave them. Meanwhile, and I've written the word snooze next to this, Nate has PTSD <laughs> and that's all I got. I don't. I just... Well, it was a very, um, we need to get rid of Nate, so how will we do it this week? Yeah, someone said, I think, I've heard that he's doing a play or something. Okay, so he's coming back? Yeah, he's yeah. got to come back. Like, it would be awful to lose Nate. I think he's great, but it was just like, I don't know, I don't know why he couldn't have got a contract. Oh, he's a barman. Um, I, I, I think there could have been something else. I don't know if beating well, up D'Amato was the best. Why couldn't, why couldn't he have just gone back to Perth to visit some his family who live there? Yeah, like just go on a holiday. Maybe him and um, the boyfriend, they just go to Thailand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that seems or fine. Or he could have taken Aaron to visit his – to meet the family back, exactly. in, back in Perth. Yeah, I don't know. It just – it was a bit much and it was – I don't know. It was, it was – I couldn't feel the motives in there. Not at all. No. So we – which we pick up in Wednesday's episode, Nate's just gone. Like yeah. we, we just find out secondhand 
from people like don't know where he is. You is everything okay? He left a note, maybe I think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. no one's too concerned. No one's filed a missing persons report. But poor Sheila. So someone comes in and tells her, and she's like, "But I'm his boss, and he didn't tell me, and he's like the manager of the bar." Yeah, like, he was so... her boss for a bit. Which is weird because wasn't he working in the nursery for ages? Yeah, I don't know. He just he doesn't seem too committed to anything nah. around him. I guess, I guess once you leave the army. You just float around for a bit until you work out what your passion is. Yeah, and and working at the waterhole is not really it for him, obviously. No, nah, nah. But so clearly he's not going to get the job back. Well, because this is what brings Sheila to promote Steph. Yep. On a temporary basis. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so Steph's now like, I organised the most amazing singles night. You know, I had almost an entire family getting it on. Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be able to run this bar? And she was like... Um, apparently like, you know, like she knows everything about the bar yeah. and she has regulars and all this stuff. And I'm like, you haven't been around for eight years. Imagine if they're regulars, what were they talking about? Were they like, how it's prison? <laughs> Tell me what it was like. Yeah. Did you go to the mental hospital? Like, Do you talk to the, to your sons that aren't allowed to live with you anymore? Yeah. And by the way, on the sons, so she's really into Charlie, really yeah. wants to get to know Charlie, yeah. but there's another one, right? Yeah. So Adam is the one, this, I, I really love Adam. Adam's the one that she had with as a product of her affair with Libby's husband, Dan oh, Fitzgerald. Oh, um, mm. great! So you know he was like married to Libby, who was like infertile because she'd had an accident or something on the bike with Steph. Yeah, yeah. And remember, so not only did she st- have the affair, she also made her infertile. Yeah, made her infertile and then conceived a child with her husband. And then because remember, for a while Susan was going to try and be a surrogate for Libby. Oh. What a bestie she was oh. for Libby. Oh, and so all of that, and then remind me who Dan was. He's, he's not the Lucas's one that died. Brother, Lucas's brother. Um, okay, but they're still together. No, 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 no. He so he he when it happened, she went cuckoo bananas. Yeah, and like had the baby, and she decided she'd like give give it up for adoption, like give custody to Dan. Yeah, he moved to Sydney with the baby. Yeah, because Libby's like. Shut all this down. This is weird. But also, like, that's what people do as soon as they have a baby. They leave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) It's normal. I don't need to be here now. No. And there were a couple of Skype calls where she said goodbye to the baby. And then she went so crazy that she tried to kidnap Lucas and Vanessa's baby. Because she thought it was hers or something. As part of her mental illness, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's why she hears babies and stuff. Yeah. Which is what. Paul made her, mm. which made her think she was off her meds when Paul was planting all those seeds. Yeah. That yep. baby clues. So, but she's come good. She did her time at the mental hospital. Mm. She had, she fell in love with her psych nurse. She's on the meds. She's good. She's fine. Yep. But, and she's kind of resigned to the fact that she won't ever get Adam back. And she's not too fussed about Adam because. She didn't really know him. She's the baby that, he's the baby that was meant that she cheated on Libby with her, Libby's husband with. so It wasn't really meant to be. No. no. So she's like, cut my losses on that kid. Yeah. Let's focus on the one that knows my name. Yeah. And who's going to be played by Eddie Maguire's son. Oh, okay. Now, the, okay, it's all connecting yes. for me. Yep. So, yeah, her mission is to – all she really wants is to have a chat with the kid at this Via point. Via Skype. She's she's all right with just that. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get more on the Skype convo. Shortly. Mm-hmm. That's like a Friday, Thursday or something. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah. It's all a mess. Literally a scribbled mess in my notes. What we have, though, is that, that fight with Imogen and Daniel mm-hmm. because 
she saw him snooping at her computer and she flips her lid and was like, yeah. I can never trust you again. Imagine if he actually had like an online porn addiction and that's what it was. <laughs> and he had to use some, he, the nearest available laptop. Yeah. He couldn't wait till he got home. Like he had to Google that stuff now. Uh, and so Tarage sits him down and has a heart to heart with him because mm. she can sense that something's amiss with mm. Daniel and Paul. Like, why else would you be looking at your uncle's laptop? Yeah, yeah, and she she figures it out. Like, Paul reckons he did, but she figures yeah, it she out. She yeah. pieces that together. Like, mm. did, she says she sits down with Paul and then says, did Daniel give you anything for your birthday? And he goes, no. Nah. Oh, he sent me an e-card. Yeah, and then he said, I diverted it straight to my junk. Yes! I'm, I'm really excited that Paul knows about his junk folder Which, to start off with. To be honest, I would do. If I got an e-card... In this day and age, in 2016, mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, someone's putting a virus on my computer. Yeah, I need to delete it straight yeah. away. Yeah. So it's probably pretty smart of Paul to do that, considering how many enemies he's got. But when he says diverted it to the junk, is he just picking it up and putting it in the <laughs> junk folder? Or has he got a filter connected yeah. to Daniel's email? Probably. That moves things into junk. Yeah, he called like his IT guy back yeah. when he had money yeah. and got that set up. Yeah. So to rage basically makes him see sense and he so he reads the e-card the heartfelt cursive signed e-card and i quite like to rage's um i like their little relationship yeah well because let's face it he's the only wayward man that's not living over at the brennan's <laughs> so he's got to live somewhere he and he's actually drabs complete opposite he's accomplished yeah i mean not at the moment but he's run hotel chains is he gonna get back he was mayor do you think surely yeah what else is he gonna do with himself gazebos um uh, listeners of neighbors will know that i have a soft spot for paul yeah yeah Yeah. and my husband because i took a break he didn't watch neighbors at all and he came in when paul was like you know like living at trade and he saw i can't remember what scene and he was like what happened to Paul? Like he was really taken back. No, because that's that's not the lifestyle Paul's accustomed to. No, he's meant to live in that penthouse. Do you remember the episode where um, Amy brings around a bag from the bric-a-brac shop with secondhand oh, suits? Yeah, because oh, that's right. Because these suits are being held hostage at, at the, the dry, dry cleaning. I'm like, can't someone just pay the dry cleaning oh bill? Oh my god! As Kate said in the last podcast, like L could have phoned it in from New York and just yeah. Why is L not caring at all? No, Andrew. No one. No one's no. paying his bills. So he, you know. He's unfrozen a little bit from the heartfelt sentiment of the Mm e-card. And so he goes around to the pub and has a chat with Daniel and Mm. they make friends, become friends again. Yeah. But like in a cool Paul way. Like like Daniel asks him to sit down and Paul's like, no, not yet. No. Yeah. He says enemy enemy territory, but also like if it's enemy territory, you don't even go there. No. He he really just doesn't want to have a beer with his nephew. No. He's like, I don't like your haircuts here. Yeah. Yeah. So, which... You know, he didn't like his haircut before, so... No, that's true. He doesn't like his hair at all. He he much more, actually, upon seeing his face... Yeah. Um, he much more looks like he's the son of um, Charlene and um, Scott. Y- yes. Yes, he really does. Yeah. It kind of, like, it just, like, it lifts the veil of the hippie off Definitely. him. And he, you can see who he really is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, here's where we move into bossy territory. Oh, dear. Okay. Mm. Well, firstly, though... We have this little scene with, uh, what's, what do I want to call her, Kim? Amy talking to Steph mm-hmm. and it's there's a lot of subtext. They start talking about how you've never tried it? Oh, once you once you try it, you'll never go back. And it seems like they're 
having this lesbian conversation. Oh, okay. But it's just about motorbikes. Oh, so because we know, we know how when when you know how we used to liken riding the bike with sex with yeah 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 with, and with that, um, dad dad cop yeah and also yeah but they all on the street because Carl got really into bikes and yeah. we know he's really into the yeah. other thing. So it is the um, double entendre. Mm-hmm. But what happens here is... And, and by the way, lesbian sex is a motorbike. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Brilliant, for yep. sure. Mm-hmm. It's powerful stuff. So now, Bossies had to go to court. Yeah, I, it was really... up. <laughs> she's, she's not doing well, Bossy. Bossy's been biting half the street and we all automatically assumed rabies. Yeah, and okay. I know it's Australia, but we got a tornado here. Why can't we get rabies? That's true. And we just had a tornado on like one street. Yeah. So, you know. So Ramsey Street can get a rabies outbreak. It definitely can. Also, Kyle met with Toadie at the co- at the courtroom. Like, Yeah, Toadie went down. Like he was part – He was he's Bossy's lawyer. He's a dog lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> so already this week we've had him deal with property law. Yep. Well, we'll get to that on Friday's episode. Well, Pro- he sort of sort dealt of with it. But it's yeah. his firm. Yeah, firm. Wow. <laughs> That's a word. I mean, can you be a firm if you're one dude and a uni student? Um, but don't forget, Imogen's done this all before. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you so know, prop- she knows her stuff. Property law, pet law, yeah. and uh, custody law. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's done divorce. Oh, all the time. Yeah. And, I mean, he's done he's done murder. And, like, hospital lawsuits. Yeah, for sure. And he was Steph's lawyer when Steph's she lawyer. lost her little brain. And I don't think he's done... Um, I don't think he's done that kind of suit since Steph went to prison. He's like, maybe yeah. I should just do um, some property disputes. He did the um, coward punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he is really a bang for buck lawyer. Yeah. Like you don't, and I don't know if anyone pays him. No. So really street. bang for buck. Yeah, yeah. But he's a dog lawyer now. Yeah. So it's established that do- boss is allowed to move back into the house as long as everyone in the house is okay. That she doesn't she might bite them yeah and kyle's really excited because he's like everyone's gonna be fine with it and then amy's like um Um, you know that he tried to bite my kid yeah yeah and i love that kyle can't reconcile the fact that her child's safety is a thing that is she's gonna care about first yeah because he fights you can see the inner struggle he's like but my dog i love my dog yeah and i think he was like i'm gonna leave you now like you need to leave the house yes yeah and i also love that uh Bossy's trainer has been all over social media all week. Sally, I think her name is, because everyone's freaked out that the dog is sick in real life. She's like, the Bossy's fine, guys. That was one of the things that I was crying about. I'm like, why did they have to do this to a dog? It's not, and I actually said, it's not like the dog wants to go to Europe or England and start a new career there. Like, I was so upset. Um, so... Europe, you said the key word. That reminds me, Nate, that's they, where, Nate that's is, where yeah. he went. He went to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably why it was in my tear bucket. But <laughs> He went to – so, like, Carl's like a better email Zeke in case they want to hang out. Yeah. Like, Nate can email Zeke. I don't know. But also, like, doesn't he have, like, a lot of, like, visa issues? Because he can't go to America. Wasn't it – was it him that couldn't go to America? Yeah, he can't go to America. Oh, that's right, because he yeah. overstayed his visa. <laughs> and I'm like – how, oh, the how Europeans don't care. Yeah, they don't chuck, care. chuck them some They're cash. Like, whatever. Yeah, fair enough. So everything's going to be okay. He talks Amy into le- letting the dog yeah. be in the house. But um, at the end of that episode, Bossy ch- starts chomping on Kyle. Yeah, straight away. Straight away. Yeah. So we're going to get into the, the bloodbath that was Thursday's episode shortly. Oh. But meanwhile, uh, Tyler and Piper... 
still have this unresolved, yeah. unrequited love situation and happening. And it's not going anywhere. Like I swear, you know, you'll have Kate back or someone else and mm. then I'll come back in like a month yeah. and we'll still be talking yeah. about this. Yeah. yeah. And Josh is trying to be a sounding board for Piper. Like yeah. what's the go with you guys? Poor Josh. Why Why can't he just go and be with his baby? What? That is, CJ, that is a very good question because oh. it's lovely in Queensland. It's sunny. He could go to the beach. He could start swimming again. Yeah. He could te- teach the nippers at the life-saving school. That, that, that's a lovely career option for him. And Amber wants him around. She's put photos up of him around the house. Yeah. I thought that's a stretch, Amber. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then Brad bought him that photo book voucher. Oh. Mm. Um, he's like, um, actually, I'm having some depression because I'm not connecting with my child. But thanks for the photo yeah. voucher, Dad. So he's now become like an adult because he's had real feelings now. Yeah. Yeah. So he's able to like help his sister. Yeah. And she confesses that she went the pash and he's like, but Tyler's. And then she says, yes, ancient. I know. No one will say his age. No. Maybe he's... Even older, maybe he's like twenty six or something. It's really scandalous. Maybe it is. I, I, I think no one's saying his age because they actually want it to happen. Right. So it's a little more kosher if we can't tell how old he is. Yeah. Like if if he's twenty one, I don't like it. But maybe. Also, they can hedge their bets a bit and figure out. Like for ages, they didn't say how old Paige was, mm. and then it's like, oh, now we can have her twenty first. You know. Yeah. So maybe they're just waiting till he needs to be a certain age for something. Yeah, he could be twenty. Yeah. He could have just turned 20. Yeah. Yeah. In his 20s. Yeah. And so she keeps biting Josh's head off because he's interfering, which yeah. again leads me back to my Canada theory. Something's brewing because she keeps flipping out when someone says she's too young. Like she was there for a long time. Maybe yeah. she was actually being like held captive in a basement. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, because didn't Imogen send her like plane ticket money to bring her back to the family? Yeah. Like so maybe Brad and Trey just never even sent her money to come home. Yeah. They were like, whatever. She was just waiting for the um, flight centre to have a sale. It was excellent writing for them to have written her in that long ago. Yes. Yeah. I'm. Um, thank you, Neighbours writing team. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, and in this episode, uh, Stefan, uh, Colette and Anne, Sheila get into it because Steph's kind of cutting Sheila's lunch at the pub and making all the decisions for her. Yeah, she's being young, Sheila. So she's like... Deciding the roster. Yeah, and cutting the limes wrong. And, yeah, yeah, and like moving the delivery order late, later in the day. And yeah. then Sheila basically says, back off because you're too good. Mm-hmm. And Steph's okay with that. But it's not that she's too good, that she's a natural. I think that was yeah. the word. Like, it's not that she's done the TAFE certificate of bar management, <laughs> which she could have done in prison. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, I don't know if she's allowed to work around alcohol. But anyway, um, the, the <laughs> but also that she's, she's Sheila, but yeah. younger. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, Sheila she, doesn't like that. So it's it's not quite nice for Steph to look into her future. Yeah, this is what's happening. Yeah, she's You're going to be, be the Sheila. busybody. And if you see, she's come from Lynn Scully. Yeah. So you know that that's where she's headed. And she does a shout out to Lynn Scully in this yes. conversation as well, yeah. My mum um, is like a champion at like putting her nose in where it's not wanted. Yeah, but you yes. are becoming legend- legendary. Yes. Which is a lovely way to give someone feedback. Yeah, she was kind of throwing shade, mm. but not putting them out completely. Yeah, yeah. It's a backhanded insult compliment. It is always a risk to compare someone to your mum, though. That's true. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> particularly when it's Lynn Scully. So, bossy, Thursday, it's a big deal, Thursday. And I did think of you because you are <sighs> a big bleeding heart when it comes to animals. Yeah. You know, I like my cats and, I, you know, I, I love a cute kitten meme. But you. 
Yeah, I love animals and one of my dogs is bossy-esque. Oh, what's your dog's name? Uh, her name's Lucy. Yeah. And um, she's basically like a black version so she's got um, – She's got a different kind of Kelpie, but like she's, you know, that kind of dog. And I was like, she was sitting on her bed. So my dog sits on her bed that's right below the television and she was sitting on her bed. (laughs) And when this is happening, I'm going, Lucy, come to the couch. And she had to sit with me the whole time. So Kyle's taken Bossy to the vet again to check out her biting. And then he comes back and reveals that she's got, she's got a tumor. She's got a brain tumor. Yeah. And uh, it's going to cost 20. $25,000. $25,000. And Jimmy being a, a little boy, yeah. he's like, so how are we going to pay for it? Like, yeah. let's do it. So when, book it in. Yeah. Lock it in. When's the appointment? Yeah. Granddad's got money. No, he doesn't. No. No, no one's got any money in that house. The Cannings, Sheila's, you know, she's mm. got it tied up in investments. Yeah. Amy's, uh, who knows where, Amy never has has money. No. No, no, no. She's only just broken even from the ex, yeah. really. Yeah. Dollar Kyle's barely above water yeah i don't even know if they still have an office no so my problem is they didn't even ask anyone else in the street for a loan no like nate has pissed off to europe you can't put in a call to nate going buddy can you chuck me if you if you can and he probably has a bit saved up because he was in the army so getting paid without spending anything for a long time yes yeah like say to nate like take the cheaper contiki tour chuck me some cash yeah, but Nate, I don't know. And I, I think Nate would have said no. He's pretty cut and dry. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like twenty five thousand was 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 a large number. I thought they were going to say like eight thousand. I think if you said yeah, if it was eight thousand, then I guess they could run next door to the Kennedys yeah. and squeeze some out of Carl well, Susan. So it, well, yeah. she'd be the one that mm. made that happen. But also, I'm, I'm I'm very impressed that Carl's not also a vet. Oh, yeah, he would have been able to sort Bossy out. Quick yeah, sticks. why can't he do the brain surgery? They should, they should have just taken her to Erinsborough Hospital. Exactly. It would have been included on Medicare. Yeah, um, <laughs> what's his name? Dr. Dick could have come back. Yeah, I saw that on the Art of Neighbours. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, curly-haired Dr. Dick. Yeah, and somebody saying, like, you know, is anyone concerned that this is, like, an inappropriate diagnosis like it was with <laughs> Paul? Yeah. They just want – it was just a sting to get the 25K yeah, from this probably. poor unsuspecting handyman. Aww. So – Kyle's immediate reaction is, I don't have $25,000. The dog's going to have to be put down. Yeah, because she's going to keep biting. And half of the internet was crying and yeah. the other half was making insensitive jokes about sending Bossy to the farm, Aww. which was kind of keeping me okay. Yeah. I, yep. was, I was holding it together. But there was about, what, it's a half an hour episode. There was about 21 minutes of just Kyle being sad. And... and- while I was crying the whole time, I also took a pause to say, I think it's time for Kyle to get a new haircut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's that got haircut the, yeah. is very like 2008. Like even the the Beebs doesn't have that haircut no, anymore. No, he's, he's got to move on from that haircut. So, you know, look, I know he's been, had a busy week this week, yeah. but next week. Maybe, maybe next we'll week. Be, yeah, yeah. Um, and now we get to this quite incredible, we're building to this incredible resolution with the operation that no one can afford. We'll get to in a second. So we just leave everyone crying because no one's going to pay for this yeah, dog. Yeah, it's just playing ball and doing stuff with but the dog. But no yeah. one even asks the vet, can we do a payment plan? Because there is actually an option because I, I did used to work in pet insurance. Of course. Um, there is an option. Firstly, there, get pet insurance. Yeah, get pet insurance <laughs> before all of this happens. But um, 
the there is an option where you can pay it off. Particularly, but, sorry to interrupt you, but particularly a dog that works on constructions, not works, but a dog that hangs, <laughs> that hangs around, around construction <laughs> sites. This dog has a slide on the opening credits of Neighbours. This dog's working. Yeah. <laughs> like, his bossy's in that ute every day. Get pet insurance. Yeah, you, yeah, you actually out. should, yeah. Yep. Continue. Um, but, yeah, there is a payment plan option. And I don't know why they didn't, like, try with the local animal hospital, like the rescue yeah. place as well. Like wherever he got Bossy from. Yeah, yeah, rather than going straight to the local vet, which aren't known for being cheap places. No. Yeah. So pause on them while we go back to Toadie and Sonia's because Toadie, Sonia reveals that she and Toadie are having some marital problems. She has. Um, and she suggests counselling and Toadie's immediate reaction is to be sad about counselling. Yeah. I've, I've, had, I've had it up to my eyeballs with... People on Neighbours yep. dissing mm-hmm. psychological treatment because mental health is a real problem in our society. It yeah. needs to be treated. My doctor says to me, I'd rather treat your mental health than a cold. Yeah. Okay. Don't be turning your nose up at the counselling. I don't know why they always say counselling either. Yeah. Like that actually really annoys me. Yeah. Like can they not like – because counsellors Let- technically you only have to have done – I think it's one year of psychology. Right, right, right. Um, Whereas a psychologist – Yeah. And, like, I'm fine with there being counsellors. Don't get yeah, me wrong. I'd rather them see someone than just go knock on Sonia's door. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Sonia can't knock on her own door. No. Well, maybe that's half the problem. Yeah. But the um, – so the thing is is that, like, so technically I don't understand why – because even when it's somebody who's, like, a psych patient that said they just suggest counselling, like Nate was yeah. going to counselling. <laughs> like Nate was having psychotic episodes yeah. when he saw a tin can on the road. But, you know, just pop off to somebody with a years of experience. Yeah, like he's killed people. Like the army should have people on their books that they could refer I'm you sure to. sure they do. Yeah. So that pissed me off. If I said to my partner, let's go have counsel, let's go see a psychologist, well, which we've done, like it's like, yeah, sure, when let's go next week. Like yeah. it's not a big deal. No, like, it's you, not. You just, it's life. I always say Work it, it in. I say to one of my friends who has blonde hair, Shout out, won't say her name. Yeah. It's just like getting your roots done. <laughs> yeah. You gotta go back every now and then. Just check everything's in order. Yeah, pretty much. So they've got to make they've made an appointment and he's like, right, I'll be there, I'll be there. However, Steph has mm. made an appointment to Skype in with or video chat, unbranded video chat yep. with her with Max Hoyland. Shout out to Max from the good old days and Charlie. Yep. Their son. But when she dials in, we get this kind of blurry image of this bit part actor who we don't know. Yeah, and she's very um, cold and and like, mmm. Yeah, she's business-like. All business. She's Max's new wife and she is a lawyer. And don't they live in Fiji? I have no idea where they live. I don't know, but he's enjoying the weather. (laughs) That was one of the lines. Yeah. Yeah. And she says, oh, hi, random lady. Nice to talk to you. Can I talk to my child? who Max said I could talk to. Yeah, that's why I'm dialing in. Yeah. I, I don't really care about you. And she said, actually, I'm handling this. Um, we're going to ha- – I want full custody. I want to adopt this kid. Yeah. We don't want you in his life. He's freaked out. Yeah. And Sonia's reaction is to run away from the computer screen. Yeah, and, and lose her voice as well. Yeah, her voice is all wobbly and she grabs onto Toadie and is like, I can <laughs> And I'm like, they, that lady can still hear you. Yeah. Like you didn't mute the computer. You didn't shut Nothing. the lid. I'm sorry. I just, I, I'm annoyed. Yeah. For, for Sonia, I'm annoyed mm. because I would like this drama woman yeah. to leave them alone. Yeah. Yeah. They've got enough going and on. Max, pull your finger out. Yeah. Call, 
call your ex yeah. and sort your custody issues out yourself. Now, I may need reminding here. Did Max break – did they break up because she cheated with Lizzie's, Libby's husband or was did they have um, a, a reasonable breakup? Can't remember. They okay. may have already been broken up at that point, but it nothing went very well when she, like, kidnapped a kid and – yeah, so no one's forgiven And she her. killed Ringo, didn't she? Like run over Ringo as well. I think you might be right. She did all this stuff and Max is like, I'm out. Yeah. See you punks later. Taking the kid. So now Steph wants to hold Toadie up from his counselling appointment by wanting – she drags him over to the computer screen and it's like, talk to this lady. She wants my kid. Here you go. Yeah. This is Toadie. He's nice. Talk to him. Yeah, he's a lawyer of all kinds. And – I don't know. And he just sort of talked, oh, hi, how's Max? I love how she also introduces him as Toadie. Yeah. It's like, this is my legal representation, Jared Rebecca. It's like, no, this is Toad. <laughs> He's letting me crash here. <laughs> He'll be talking to you from now on. Someone, the next time there's a tornado in that street, yeah. they need to rip out that spare bedroom so yes. that this couple stops inviting people to yes. live in their home. Holy moly. I guess, I mean, they, they don't need that spare room anymore because they're not going to have any more kids. Callum's never coming back to That's, use it. It's very true. And I was thinking maybe they could adopt again, but maybe they wouldn't have let them adopt. When I say again, because Toadie adopted oh, Sonia's yeah. son and then it was Sonia. Yeah. yeah, whatever. But I don't think they would let them because, like, that's really complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is he just going to hook up with the next mother? Like, oh, you know. Maybe Steph will offer to donate, no, donate an egg, no. That's not how it works mathematically. We need a bloke. We need a bloke. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Tony's got all those relatives up in the country, all the <laughs> other fishes. They can come. Yeah, Stony. Stony can be a. I don't know. I don't know. But do they? Do they need more children? They, don't they need have more children. Two. They can't manage Nell. She's running out into the street every week. Exactly. And I noticed that the whole time they're having this conversation. By the way, the front door was open again. Oh God. Why can't they close that door? Get a lockable security door. Yeah. Nell's never going to learn. No, she's a child. And do you remember when they couldn't get her to have a bath? Like, they can't have more kids. No, exactly they, they right. They bathe the first one. Steph got her to have the bath. Remember? Yeah, by singing a song. Yeah. And and Steph got her to go to the hospital. Like, Steph's just winning yeah, in that place. She's yeah. owning it. She's mm. got her life back on track. Mm. I'm okay. I know there's some anti-Steph sentiment out there, but yeah. I'm all right with her at the moment. I'm okay, but I just really wish she would go and live in a different house. Yeah. Yeah. That's she all. could go live with the Brennans. Yeah, she's a wayward. She can talk about motorbikes with Tyler. Yeah. They should hook up. Anyway. No, because she's, uh, she's jumped the fence. Oh, you think she's fully over it? I, I thought she was her, on it. I want her to, who do I want her to? Oh, well, there's another floating theory is that maybe, because people think, Toadie, Sonia's theory was that Steph's putting the moves on her husband, on Toadie. Mm-hmm. What if she actually is hanging around Sonia and Toadie's house because oh. she's into Sonia? Well... I think they're both fine humans, but Sonia's very attractive. She's beautiful. So why not? Yeah. They've been getting along like a house. Yeah. So back to Bossy and, oh, okay, there's something else we need to get to. Mm. All right. I don't even, I can't even, there's two amazing things happened and I can't function. The first amazing thing happens is like Kyle's taking Bossy on one last walk. Yeah. Right? And yeah. and Sheila's made Bossy lamb's fry, her oh. favourite. Yeah, she can eat it in the car that apparently. That got yeah. me with the lamb's fry. <laughs> <laughs> and then Amy. I thought they were really going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's devastated. Amy throws the door open and walks in. Yeah. She's like, we don't have to put her down. And everyone's like, what's I've going on with her? I've just come from the vet and I've made a deal and they're going to do it for free. We're going to have to build them a gazebo. Yeah. 
and do their landscaping. I sort of think like the gazebo runs at twelve hundred bucks. That's a lot of money. Yeah, for a gazebo, it is. And also, like, wait, I thought you said twelve thousand. No, twelve hundred. Yeah. Look, so okay, maybe more, maybe, maybe two and a half thousand. Okay, so let's go two and a half thousand for the gazebo. Landscaping's a bit pricey, if you especially That's if you're true. buying all the materials. If you get a professional, I'm using air quotes. Yeah. If you get a professional to do it, so like another five k. And clearly, like, they're both carpenters, so there's going to be a lot of wood chips. Yeah. So maybe, like, 8K. Yeah. There's there's a bit of a gap there, 25K. Yeah. Maybe they kicked in a few grand of their own. Yeah. I think Maybe she... they've paid for that fancy surgeon's travel expenses, because remember, that was part that of it. That was part of it. Yeah. Maybe he's going to stay in Sheila's Airbnb room that she set up last year. Yeah, and maybe Kyle's going to go and pick him up instead of paying for the flight. And transfers. Yeah. Yeah, he's Kyle to take the ute, <laughs> yeah. put the suitcases in the back. And um, look, my only conclusion is that Amy offered sexual favours. I was going to say that and I was I was wondering hmm. whether I was the only person that thought this. Because that's a big gap. Yeah. And maybe maybe she's got some other ladies on the street in on the action because also it's still a large gap for one sexual favour yeah. from a, one person. Or maybe it's a running deal. Maybe she has to go once a week till it's... Till her debts pay yeah, off. Yeah, and maybe like the vet has some particular um, sexual um, desires. Yes. So maybe Amy has to dress up as a something. Something which leads us to, so this gazebo basically has saved the life of the dog. Yeah. The gazebo. Yeah. They're going to have to like make the dog as part of like the gazebo company logo or something. <laughs> Paige could draw it. Paige. <laughs> or Lauren, she's good at logo drawing as well. She is. Sexual fantasies takes us to the a place we didn't need to go. Place, the climax of the week <laughs> was the Kennedy House is now empty because Nate's bottled it to Europe. Mm-hmm. But they've, Susan's had quite some nice, quite, quite nice chats with Aaron down yeah. the mines, and she's like, "Pop over whenever you want for a cuppa." Yeah. And Aaron decides, "Well, how about today?" Pops round. He has eaten all of the Kennedy fruit. And he's come bananas. By the way, there was like eighteen bananas in 18. that pile. Did he sit down and eat like what? Had you smash them? Like what? What? Maybe he did. He make a banana bread. So Aaron's walked in, just walked in. Did he have a key? I think he had a key. Well, no. I think also they just had the fly wire closed and the front door open, just like everyone else on they, that street. They couldn't contain themselves. Yeah, and the house is trashed. Yes. So Aaron thinks they've been robbed. Yep. He's standing there with a bunch of bananas, and he goes to get Carl. And Carl emerges in a doctor's costume. Yep. With funny glasses. Funny glasses and a – I don't even know what that thing is that they wear on their heads. I, I don't know, but I think it's got like a light. Yeah. Whatever so they ca- can see inside the person they're operating whatever on. Whatever cartoon like. doctors look like, that's yeah. what yeah, Carl yeah, yeah, looks yeah, like. Exactly. And then he said, Susan pipes up and he says, don't come out. Don't come out. And no, then, no, Susan, stay there. Stay and there. She emerges dressed as a nurse. Yeah, and her like little nurse's cap's like um like not quite on straight. Oh, <laughs> it's it's horrifying and adorable. Mm. And Aaron's just standing there with a bunch of I think ladyfinger bananas. Yeah. Oh. Maybe oh. he just had this tiny bunch of bananas. He said they're organic. Oh, he must have got them from the nursery. Yeah, probably. And so he just like leaves this these sad old bananas. And has to leave and I guess he's never going around for coffee ever again because that's ruined. Mm-hmm. But what were they doing to trash the house that much? I don't know if they actually did get burgled and they just didn't notice or care or if they just got wild with I passion. Think, I think they got wild with passion because it started on the kitchen bench, <laughs> I mean on the table, on the meals table where they fed their children. Ah. Um, 
where their grandson, their grandson when he yep, comes. Yep. And he's gone, right? I think he's gone back to Bendigo for a while. Yeah, because, you know, that's what happens after you, you burn out of school. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Libby's taken him back in. Yeah. Now, Probably about time Libby did some parenting. Yeah. So horrifying sex fantasy into Friday. Friday was important because we met a new character. We did, who I've Googled like four times and I can't connect who she is like every time I see her, even though when I Google it, it tells me. The actor. No, no, no. The like person, the, character. the character. Yeah. Xanthi Canning. Yeah. Xanthi. Who we all have, opi- we have, I have opinions. Mm-hmm. She appears on Friday and is immediately established as a princess. Mm-hmm. Like she's in her high heels. She's stumbling down the street. Mm-hmm. She's all, um, you know, doled up. And then she turns up at the waterhole. That's right. She asks a couple of the blokes on the street where to get some food. And yep. they say the waterhole. And she's oh, that's like, right. that's where animals eat? Yeah. Like, well, She thinks it's hilarious. It's not too far removed from reality. So she arrives at the waterhole. Can you imagine if one of them broke down and said, look, Kate got killed <laughs> and she renamed it that. <laughs> so Xanthi sits herself down at the, at the waterhole and orders a burger. She gets her burg and she's judging half the menu to Sheila. Yep. Then orders the burger and I guess doesn't have any money and then plants a hair in the food. She goes to do a runner as well, yeah. And so she calls out the fact that there's a hair in her food and Colette Nan, this ain't her first rodeo, she calls bullshit and is like, that's your hair? You don't have any money to pay it and snaps at her. Yeah. And then she tries to bolt and – Sheila calls the fuzz. Yeah. And so Breno comes in. And he's useless. He does nothing, which is quite fun. I've never seen him, like, go to pieces like that around a yeah. cute bit of Page stuff. better watch out. Yeah. I mean, we know the Breno brothers like him young. Yeah, and they're not related. No. No, they're not related. Not related. That uh, we know of. She's just 16-ish. Or she's a teenager because yeah. she, she tries to get order alcohol and Sheila's like, no, and, no, 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 no. No, and she doesn't go to get the idea to go, actually, I'm 18. Because she could be 18. Yeah. Like, she looks like she could be 18. So they have a little spat and Mark doesn't charge her with trying to steal food. And she, we just have this little so-and-so trying to pull one over Sheila. Um, now, meanwhile, we're back with Toadie and Sonia. Toadie has made it to counselling. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't dire he just was five minutes late or something yeah and it was just um like down where they go to aa as well yeah everything's anonymous yeah because do you remember last week sonia went to went to gamblers anonymous but also to rage was there for alcoholics anonymous and then there were a whole bunch of other um you know misfit toys there as well there was yeah it's anyone that needs like the brennan household could actually go and live there the wayward boys yeah (laughs) yeah and we have this quite sweet moment where so Toadie fills Sonia in on Steph's adoption issues and Sonia extends the olive branch to Steph by saying, don't worry, you're part of our family. Look, I put you in this photo frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and your son. Yeah. By the way, when she said, you didn't have to do that, as in take the only photo I have of my son and put it <laughs> in your house. Also, I think, didn't she just get it sent to her phone? So did, they, did someone have to hack into her phone, print it? Or maybe, yeah, you're right. But it's still I, weird. But also like a lovely um, photo Collage yeah. for the um yeah it was lovely and was I think cute. it had some wedding photos yeah it was quite pretty mm. so that was quite sweet I think you know because not everyone has to be at odds all the time yep but I also just don't think I mean it's a bit rash of Sonia to say you're part of the family when like last week she was trying to set her up with her ex psych nurse lover because she thought she was trying to pick up her husband and she was married to Dodie they had this sham I don't know if it was a sham wedding or engagement. 
Yeah, I don't know if they got married. It was a sham. I think it was to cover up the fact that she'd slept with Dan. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, yeah, no worries. I'm a good mate. I'll just pretend to be... The father of your child. Yeah, that's yeah. right. She tried to pass the kid off as toadies. Yeah. Yes. Because he was he was doing it to protect Libby because yes. deep down... Um, Toadie always loves Libby. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess they're like, they're like brother and sister because yeah, yeah, the Kennedys yeah. brought them up. So Because that used to be the Wayward House. Yes. Yeah, now yeah. it's Wayward in a that, different that way. That used to be like Pippa's from yeah, Summer Bay. It really was. Yeah. Anyone in and out of that place. Now, the ceramic pig story of this week yep. stood out like a sore thumb on Friday and that was Imogen receiving the cheque for Mark Brennan's oh, deposit yeah. on his house, on yep. the Brennan Wayward Boys house, the boys' home. She's like, they're doing their business dealing at Harold's coffee shop. Yeah. Not wherever Tony does his law lawyering. Yeah. Like you'd think, come down to the legal office and we'll process your paperwork. No one ever gave me a check. And I've bought a few houses. <laughs> and the... Or you didn't have to give a check. No, the bank just transferred it. Yeah. Like there was no paper. The only time I've ever done a check... Is I think for bond, when I moved into a rental... Yeah, maybe, yeah. I have to pay to the bond authority and I have to go to pay my bank check and it's like for a couple of grand. Yeah. That's it. And you got to pay for a bank check. But also the, the, the big stinger on it is they're cashable. Right, yes. Um. So whoever picks it up, it's oh, their money. But can't you cancel those bad boys? Which you can. They say in the episode... Yeah, we'll cancel it, which they should have done much immediately. quicker. Immediately. So Imogen's issue, like her papers all fall to the ground because the Willis girls run into the Brennan boys and everyone's in a tiz. Yeah, and hormones are everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> and so she picks up her paperwork, leaves, can't find the check that Mark's just given her, given this 19-year-old girl who's processing his, yep, his she's housing not, deed. She's not a lawyer. No. And I didn't... She's not a property lawyer. No. She's a legal student. Yeah. She was in high school uniform last year. So she's handling all of this. And instead of saying, I'm going to run back to Mark and tell him to quickly call the bank and cancel it. Yeah. She's like, I don't want him to think I can't handle this. Because because Brennan was being a bit, he was being a bit antsy like he normally is. Yeah. He was like, I, what? Bleh. Well, he's buying a house. Yeah. But he was a bit antsy about it. I, yeah. I can understand yeah. why because Toadie should have been <laughs> there. But um, <laughs> And he should have dropped it off at the office in a sealed envelope. Yeah, couriered you know? it. Yeah. So rather than doing any of that, Imogen starts running around like a headless chook, yep. ransacking the Harold, the cafe. And she's got to hide it. it. So she's just like crawling around on the floor yeah. trying to pretend it's not happening. And Piper's with her and they're, they're on their hands and knees trying to find this check. They can't find it. Finally, Daniel clues in and she ropes him in to help. And then it culminates in this scene where he's in a dumpster, yeah. which I think is his kind of natural habitat. Well, he says, in a, I used to do this for fun. Yeah. Because like, remember when he first hooked up with Amber and they dumped the dive for food? Because they lived in his car. Yeah. Mm. So they did, didn't they? Um, didn't there was a whole thing where they took some quiches out of the back of um Harold's store? They did actually the dumpster. Yeah, and it's like, that's your mum's quiche that she bought. Yes, yeah, you could go in and get one from the <laughs> fridge. But but it was the whole thing because Daniel didn't want like all this wasted food out there in the world. Yeah, so he was gonna just eat it. Yeah. <laughs> So he's in the dumpster, Imogen's like flying off of the handle and eventually he emerges from the dumpster with this crumpled up check. Yeah, and he finds it like it's right at the bottom Yeah, too. it's like the Willy Wonka golden ticket. He's yep. waving it. I've got it, I've got it. And he hands it back to her and it's covered in like bin juice. Yeah. And she's going to have to go 
to the bank and say, oh, look. here we go. Oh, great. And by the way, she was wearing like active wear pants <laughs> and just a blazer on the top of it. It's party down. No, it's party downstairs, business up top. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I love yeah. that blazer too. It was like she'd gone into Tarage's wardrobe of Lasseter's <laughs> uniforms. And said, what is going to make me look like a grown up lawyer? Mum, what have you got for me? Uh, I really, they've got to loosen Imogen up. They've got mm-hmm. to loosen mm-hmm. her up. What's going on? I don't know. Like, I really hope she's able to finish this degree. Yeah. Without fast-tracking it Amber's to some sort of doing thing. doing, like, a couple of degrees now up in Queensland. So I miss why she actually went. She got a job as, a, as a, like, a publicist for the CDH Society. They're based in Brisbane. CDH. The, um... It's like something develop child something developmental hernia. Oh wow! Like the, oh, that's the, baby, the disease. The baby, right. yeah, the yeah, disease yeah. the baby had, and so they're like, "Oh, you're you're a young gun. You're all over it. Come and work for us." She's like, "Cool, I'll go to Queensland." They they had in house childcare, so Matilda was taken care of. Wonderful. And she gets to they're letting her finish her studies up there, so she's got a full time job plus she's a photographer. Things really worked out for her. <laughs> she landed on her feet. Yeah, good for her. She's living with rich auntie Kathy. Yeah. It's great. Wonderful. And Mason's there. Bailey's there, Mason. Yeah. yeah. Babysitters as far so as the So really can see. it's an implant family and the only one that's missing is the mum because Paige yeah. was never part of and, that, that and, family. Yeah. yeah, and the baby's father. Yeah, but, <laughs> and um, the baby's father. But there's photos, so don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry about it. He'll Skype in. He'll un- unnamed video chat in. Yeah, you know who probably made that video chat? Callum. <laughs> Probably Callum chat. It's his. It's a prototype. It's like part yeah. of his class assignments. Yeah, and that's why like the vision was so blurry and yes. stuff. Yeah, it's like he's just testing it. It's a beta. It's beta mm. testing. Mm. So we get this kiss. This kiss. So we get this check, and then Imogen's so grateful that she kisses Daniel. And yeah. there is in the bin. There's. I think there's even less chemistry now than there ever was before. The only time there was chemistry is when they were down the well. Down the well, That's yes, it. when he was about to get married and she's like, but I love you. And then I was thinking, how old's Daniel? Because like, mm, yeah. like yeah. He, he's, he's like in the last year he's almost got married, almost fathered a child that wasn't his. Yeah. Like he's been through some life stuff. He's done some stuff. And he's bought, a, like owned a business. Like, that's, that, that's it. And he got knocked out, remember? Um, like physically, he's been physically assaulted. Right, yep. Um, he's tried to save the homeless people with coffee. Um and he, so I guess, I want to say like maybe 24. Yeah, he's lived in a car for a considerable yeah, amount of time. Which he's driven down from Queensland on his own. Yeah. He's, I, he's started a cult. She's only 19. Like yeah. it, it seems to be in Ramsey Street, the age cutoff is finishing school. Yes. So all Piper needs to do yep. is do her GED or whatever the Australian equivalent she could is. Probably, she, surely she would have been eligible for the IB when she was in Canada. She, exactly. could, she probably could have even finished it while she was there. She really should have. It would have been a lot easier on the writing stuff. So whatever. Imogen Daniel and Ty, uh, what's her name? Pipes sees the kiss. She calls Imogen on it. I saw you macking your mm, ex. Mm. And Imogen, to prove that she's over it, is like, I don't want to go out with Daniel again. I'm going to ask someone else out. And she calls Tyler over. Nearest man. Nearest available man. And what does Tyler do when a Willis <laughs> sister asks him out? He fumbles around and says yes. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Like, what could possibly be the issue? And he's looking at Piper the whole time like, did you arrange this? Is this something that we're doing to... <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Is this know. a thing that is happening now? Yeah. yeah. Is this my new normal? <laughs> like, nothing. He didn't filter any of it. He didn't go, I've still probably got some residual feelings for Paige. Yep. 
Imogen and I played strip poker that time. Piper and I, Piper loves me, and we kissed. Um, yeah, I'll go out with Imogen. Like he could have just said, "Look, I'm just not really into dating right now." Yeah, I just I just need to focus on me. Yeah, and, right now and my career. Imagine yeah. that would have really knocked her so, down if she had the second guy do that and one. Yeah, <laughs> and then she wanted to say, "Look, honey, you don't have one." So brilliant. So leading into next week, I don't know how that's all going to shake out, but I'm on board. I'm tipping that at some point they're going to hook up and actually be together and Brad's going to be okay with it. Pipes. Yeah. And then I reckon it's going to come out that she had some tryst with her host dad. I'm backing this. Dad? Yeah, I reckon it was the dad. Not, I'm not even the older brother. I'm backing it in 100%. Hunge, okay. I'm backing it in. I feel like, you know, I feel like you got this from the Foster family, the Fosters. The Fosters. No, I got she, it. Because she was assaulted by the older brother. Oh, not, yes. Not in that house, in the past house. That's right. No, yeah. but I'm getting it from life, from hearing stories about what goes on on exchange. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So finally, we end the week with a classic, a classic moment where Kyle and Sheila are back home and they see Xanthi, burger stealing mm. Xanthi, loitering in their backyard, like checking out their garden shed. Yeah. Gosh, she's, she's full of confidence, this one, isn't yeah, she? she's a little piece of work and... They, they think she's trespassing. So uh, Sheila goes out the back and turns the hose on Xanthi. Yeah, I love it. Like nothing gets rid of a criminal like a bit of water. <laughs> they should have had her on hand when the houses were being burgled. Yeah, yeah. She could have gone out there with her spray hose. Yeah. It was a nice hose. If you get a bit of pressure worked in there, you could really knock someone off their feet. Well, burn some skin. Finally, they say, what the hell are you doing here? Mm. They ask after they turn the hose on her. And Xanthi says, well, I'm here to see my dad, my dad, Gary. Or she's here, oh. I'm here to see Gary Canning. He's my dad. Dun- yeah. Bomb dropped. And so she's going to have to move in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And is there another bedroom that we don't know about? Well, there's the one that they turned into the Airbnb room, but I don't know who's living in there. So Amy and Jimmy would be... But is Amy just sleeping with what's his so name? She, yeah, she's bunking in with Kyle. Jimmy's got a room. Sheila's got a room. Well, maybe that shed that Xanthi was looking at. Why not? I mean, she could go and live over at Kyle and Susan's. Oh, they've got heaps of room. Yeah. And that, um, it's not like Aaron's going to be back there in a hurry. No, he's not running back. But Nate lived there for a bit. Yeah, Nate still lives there, theoretically. No, no, in the Canning household. Oh, in the Canning? Oh, God, really? No, no, Nate's boyfriend. Chris. Chris. Christos. Christos yeah. lived there. And so... There could be a spare room, and if not, they'll just make one. Carl could, Ka- can, Kyle, could make one. A gazebo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, a that, bulletproof they could one. Airbnb that gazebo. Have you been on Airbnb? People are renting out tree houses. Yeah, they are. And they just, like, put the word rustic, rustic, rustic. in front of it and, then, and it's done. Rustic accommodation. It seems to never rain in Ramsey Street, even though it's raining today in Melbourne. Yeah, it doesn't rain, like, unless it's a tornado. Yes. Yeah. So we leave on the cliffhanger of... Surprise sister. By the way, Gary Canning, we've got a bit of a scenario here where um, a dad that's a bit rough around the edges can produce some absolutely beautiful offspring. Yeah, because Gary's not a looker, really. No, he's, like, a, he's an unusually looking fella. Yeah, he, he looks dodgy. And like that's his whole look, like, dodgy. The actor's made that work to his advantage. He's getting gigs. He's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. Same with old man Brennan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. was no oil painting. No. But he's... His sons, woo! Like you take what you can get, and maybe maybe the mother was amazing genetics somewhere along that line. Yeah, that's where we'll leave for the next two weeks because we'll pick it up again in a fortnight. What I want to do before we wind up is give away the TV Week uh, pullout calendar Mm -hmm, featuring mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. neighbors' stars, and I've picked a tweet, and it's at Matatui. Mm -hmm. Great username. 
And all we asked is for you to say who you wanted an entire calendar of. Yep, and, and what did they say? And his response was, I'd want a calendar of Margie, the silent Harold's employee, posing with Vanessa's cupcakes and Lauren's deep fried <laughs> baby squid. <laughs> okay. I think that was perfection. Um, I don't get this baby squid reference, but it must be chalked up on the menu Yeah, it somewhere. must be. By the way, I just want to point out that, like, you remember how Lauren renovated that place to make it more of a restaurant? It didn't work, did it? It still looks the same. It's just got a nice lick of paint. Yeah, and it's still like a store. Yeah. Like, it's, there's no difference to that but at all. But also, where are people supposed to run out and buy milk? Yeah, they're still going there. So that's that. That's that thing. Thanks for people that messaged us, by the way. Keep doing that because it's so nice. All our new and our new friends that have found the podcast. It's yeah. so sweet. Thanks, guys. If you want to... Um, Give us, I was going to say give us a hoy, but then I don't say that. Why do I, I don't say that. <laughs> New back up. Give us a hoy, Lind. That's why it's <laughs> in my head. Um, at Neighbours Pod on Twitter and I'm at Vaya Pashos and CJ is because I am pink. That's right, but I haven't been on for a while, but maybe I will. But it's good to just have that outlet if yeah, you want to reach out. Yeah, I've been. I'm. I'm in the third trimester of pregnancy. Yes. So I'm really hoping to become somebody who can watch Neighbours on time and tweet her. Yes, we've got yeah. another Neighbours baby in the yeah, works. We so we had um, Kate had baby Madge. So who have we got brewing? Baby Lou. <laughs> <laughs> so your baby Lou will join us this year, which yep. is very exciting. Yeah. We'll join you guys again in another fortnight. Wonderful. And hopefully there's some more gazebo gear. Yep. Hopefully there is. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah.